A people without knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. And that's by Marcus Garvey. Not to take this quote completely out of context, but I only began to understand the importance of the past as I began to plan my future. I was completely uninterested in what was because as long as I was mindful of the errors of today, I could appear more perfect tomorrow. Now I understand that true beauty has flaws and that my obsession with perfection is toxic to my development. Lean into your most authentic self because that's a vibe. Hey guys, and welcome back to Good Vibes with Robert Alexander. I apologize for my impromptu hiatus, but it's more important for me to give you quality content than to give you 15 minutes of fluff. If you're new to Good Vibes, welcome to the Good Vibes Tribe. If you're a longtime subscriber, welcome back. While I was away, something sparked an interest in me to investigate my past. Why have I been drawn to dating a certain type of mate? Why does my soul tremble when I speak publicly about my passions? Why, Lord God, have I sabotaged myself when good things come my way? To all these questions, I've uncovered one very simple answer. Self-doubt. In past episodes, I've spoken on my family dynamic. I'm the youngest of a blended family of five siblings. I've been faced with tons of advice, some helpful and some not, and a huge heap of projection disguised as advice. In season one, I speak on the importance of letting one make their own mistakes and I advocate so passionately for that because only then can our lessons and decisions be rooted in one of life's greatest teachers, experience. My upbringing was rooted within the confines of the fears, doubts, and experiences of everyone comfortable enough to share an opinion with me and it taught me to trust everything before my own intuition. So let's get into the questions I posed earlier. How has this affected my choice in romantic partners? Well, by the time I was of age to date, my intuition was damn near the last thing I paid attention to. With no confidence in my own choices, I had no presence in these relationships. I was hardwired to serve, and as long as my actions were validated, I felt that I was doing it right. This mentality established a formula in my mind that validation equaled love. Can you imagine the possible outcomes of something so toxic? I took a shape that was so different than my own in trying to figure out why these relationships didn't last. I did everything you wanted. I was everything you liked. And still, I was told I was too much, which somehow translated to not being enough. That did nothing for my self-esteem. Why am I so fearful of speaking publicly? So this limb has several branches to it. In trying to be the world's biggest people pleaser, I've learned to control the narrative. No, seriously, I'm really good at it. And because of that, I think I've been subconsciously afraid that if I lean too far into how I feel on a public forum, there will be someone who doesn't like it. Or perhaps I'll misspeak and have to commit to what I've said. That's hard to handle for a complete control freak. By the way, guys, I'm well aware that what I'm saying about myself isn't necessarily favorable, but I'm hoping to encourage someone to get to the ugly truth about themselves along with me. I've grown completely tired of the same roller coasters and merry-go-rounds. I'm tired of this entire theme park, and I'm willing to do the work to see and do things I've never imagined. So last question, why do I self-sabotage? Okay, so I recently had an eye-opening experience that was really hard to watch. 
when I tell you that I have been doing the work to be a better me, I don't mind admitting I have established some very toxic ways. I'm aware of what they are and I know they exist, but I think it's important for anyone listening to know that these tendencies were not formed overnight and just because you shine the light on the roaches don't mean you've rectified the infestation, okay? So, I'm dating a guy. I don't like to put my business out there and, I'm, and I definitely don't like exposing my crazy, but this is for educational purposes, all right? I'm dating a guy who lives out of state. This type of dynamic has not only revealed some very deeply rooted insecurities of mine, but it's also granted me a new perspective on resolving said issues. In order for things to continue to progress, I have to show up and constantly be my best self. It's been work. Coming from a place of being passive, combative, needy, and unsure of myself, I've had to physically remove every one of those skeletons out of my closet and those boys are heavy. But I've become empowered. This guy is a partner in every sense of the word and even if we broke up today, I'm a better human for him being in my life. That's real talk. All that to say, that coming from where I'm from, I've become a pessimist. I've been hardwired to anticipate the second shoe. With all this good, there has got to be something awful around the corner. How sad is that? I've visited him several times now, met friends, met family and all that good stuff. Now it was time for him to come to my city. When I tell y'all the worst version of me came out, I think I was worried that we wouldn't sustain as reality became more real. So I started acting a damn fool. A week before him coming to Detroit, I aggressively began to push him away. Because if we stopped talking, it would have been my decision and not because he came to realize he didn't actually like me at all. I know, it's sad, heartbreaking. But one act of compassion is all it took. Just when I knew this whole thing was over and the trip was canceled, he called me on FaceTime and told me he was still coming and that if I wasn't comfortable with him meeting my people, he didn't have to. He just wanted to see me. And at that moment, I realized that even through all my shit and shenanigans, he saw me. His actions told me that I was better than my behavior. And that type of compassion was exactly what I needed to see it for myself. This is also why I advocate emotional intelligence, guys. Because there are millions upon millions of people who have hot buttons, triggers, and incomprehensible reactions to things that the rest of the world judges us for, giving no thought to where we've come from, what we've been through, or what we're currently dealing with. In my neighborhood, there's a young woman, maybe mid-20s, with four to five kids. They don't have a lot, they're rowdy, and can be destructive at times. Easy target, right? They're so ghetto, they're poor, y'all need to get y'all cousins, right? These kids are maybe 10 years old and under. Everything you see them doing is learned behavior. Perhaps no one else has the time, but me, knowing how affected I am from my own childhood and experiences, can't help but wonder how their mother was raised. Does she even have a relationship with her own mother? Is it stressed? Are her parents married? Does the family have structure? Where did they live before they moved to this neighborhood? Why did they leave their old neighborhood? Most of us don't have the time or concern to stop and ask everyone we encounter questions like these, but we do have access to a mirror. What patterns have you established? How many of those behaviors are original and how many of them are linked to people who influence you the most? Real quick, if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode three, Breakthrough, to hear how iron sharpens iron. 
You know those people who say, oh, uh-uh, I'm not flying spirit, boo. It's me. I'm those people. And it's because I've had better. I'm just as picky with my quality of food, my toilet paper, and the company I keep. I'm surrounded by people who keep me accountable, and perhaps that's what piqued my curiosity. How have they developed in these ways, and what has prevented me from growing in the same ways? And not coming from a place of envy or jealousy, more so of a place of they're human and I am too. If it's possible, I want that for myself. How do I get it? Dear God, I want that. And it's been ugly, it's been heavy, it's been nasty, and it's been rude. But while I was away, I got those answers. And now, the vibes are better than ever. Until next time, bye.